Hello, Illuminated Souls. I'm Brianne Drioni. And I'm Tina Damore. Welcome to Shamans After Dark. Today, we'll be discussing sacred rest and future plans for the podcast for the new year. Yeah. Yeah, so we want to talk about sacred rest. I mean, we're we're moving into winter here in the, nor- in the northern hemisphere, and we want to take um, some time to just talk about what that means. Winter is a time when we slow down. There might be a blanket of snow on the ground. Some species of animals hibernate. Some trees become dormant. And since we're a part of nature, we also benefit from flowing into that same rhythm. But in our modern society, there is a lot of pressure to go, go, go on that sort of treadmill. And we're sort of seen as quote unquote lazy when we take time to rest and reset. But, you know, we can be rebellious and set an intention to rest, even if everyone else is running on the proverbial treadmill. You know, everything is harder when we struggle to allow ourselves to rest. It'll all be there when we get back to it. But we, you know, we live in a capitalist culture and we're pressured to perform as part of being productive. And that productivity has become a collective definition of worthiness. And one of the things spirit has taught me when I was bedridden with an illness uh, was that we confuse what we do with who we are. One has nothing to do with the other. You are not a doctor. You are not a teacher. You're not a nurse. That's sort of a limiting label and doesn't define all of who you are. You are worthy because you are, period. And I think that's a really hard concept, I think, for all of us, because we're just conditioned of like our job is who we are. But that's not, it's part of, it's something that we do. For some of us, the job that we do is what pays bills, it keeps a roof over our head and might not be what feeds our soul, you know, and we're just... We're so many more pieces than than the labels that get assigned to us. Right. I mean, even as a shamanic practitioner, that's not all of who I am. Yeah. And I'm very aware of that. Why do we identify success with being crazy busy? I just I just don't understand our culture. I think some of that comes to back to the industrial revolution and things becoming faster and producing more. And like, you know, this then you had this kind of demand of like things started amping up. We we're going faster. We're, you know, if you weren't being productive then you weren't being useful, right? You weren't contributing to your home and your household. And I think now with technology and the advances in society, we just, we're all doing so many things. We're all so distracted in so many different ways. We're on our phones, we're on our laptops, we're, you know, going to the soccer game with our kids and driving over here. And we're trying to do 16 different things at once. Mm-hmm. And we don't really focus on any one thing at a time, right? It's, it's so much data so that's coming at us. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, and it's overwhelming. And frankly, it's exhausting. Yeah. And I've noticed, I've noticed that people are kind of a little bit proud of that, that they don't get enough sleep. Like, oh, I got four hours last night. You know, it's like, oh, well, why are you thinking about this? <laughs> you know, I mean, what is it about rest that we resist in this in this culture? It's it's so funny. I, I don't know. And honestly, you know, when we were starting to prep for this episode, it was yeah. really interesting that my helping spirits were just showing me of like, as a collective, we're all pretty much running on empty. We're not mm-hmm. running at our fullest energetic capacity because we're tired, burnt out, exhausted, don't get enough sleep, have too much stress and overwhelm. And we keep taking more on our plates when we shouldn't. And we don't say no to things where we yeah. should. And right compromise our boundaries. And then if you think about that as a collective, it's why people are probably more short-tempered, more impatient, less tolerant, and more angry because we are all tired, overdone, overstretched, stressed out, and our plates are so full, Right, there isn't room for anything else to take place. And when it does, it just pushes us right off the edge and we struggle. 
Yeah. And I, I also feel that the pandemic has, you know, we haven't really recovered from no. that big shocker. And I think the political climate is something we haven't really fully recovered from either. So here we are still running on empty and we haven't really taken care of those inner needs and tended to them. And there's so much guilt when we try to. Like if you're like, I'm going to take a nap, but I feel bad because I mean, have a need to clean my house and do right. all the laundry. They will still be there after you take the time to rest. And it's not going anywhere. There's no one putting those demands on us but ourselves to do all the things that's on our checklist of never ending things that which in its own way is exhausting because you're like on the hamster wheel of routine and yes. all the stuff that you've got to get done. And then we work all week. And then you have just a weekend to catch up on all the other day stuff that you didn't get done. So then you don't really have a weekend to rest and do the things that feed you, it's right? It's just craziness. I, I, I know for myself that I can't really relax if I know I have to do a couple of things. Yeah. Like I, I'm like, oh, I could I could rest right now. But then I would be thinking the whole time, I've got to do these A, Bs, and Cs right now. And I wouldn't be really productively resting. So it's just it's really a catch-22. Yeah. I mean, the guilt that can pile up if I'm like, I just really need a nap. Like I'm yeah. tired. Yeah. I have a busy week ahead of me and I'm going to take a nap but there's laundry to do, or my house isn't spotless. And so there's this like need of like, I need to get all the things on the to-do list done so then I can take a nap. But by then the day is gone and there is no opportunity for that nap. And then I don't sleep well because you're anxious and stressed and brain doesn't turn off. I was able the other day to, um, between clients, I was able to find some time to do yoga nidra and mm. it was just so delicious and yummy and I really needed it and I felt so much better. So, you know, just lesson for myself, lesson for anybody that's listening, you know, take time, listen to your body. Craziness of the treadmill can really take a toll on our body, can really um, hike our cortisol and adrenals up. We can do some stress eating and develop some other unhealthy habits. So take care of ourselves is really so important. And when nature's starting to do it and start to wind down, we also need to pay attention to that. And I think it's a great monitor too that we need to make time to unplug. We don't need to be engaged in our devices all the time. I, I think that we're so busy and distracted. It contributes to our disconnection from nature and which in, in a way is very destructive because we're not paying attention to it. So we're not as willing and engaged to take care of it. Things are changing. We need to change some of the ways that we show up. I think that we distract ourselves or allow ourselves to be distracted and staying connected you know, to our tablets and phones and devices and TV. And while those things are nice, it's also good to make time to unplug. Yeah. And just be in nature, take time to rest, do the things that actually feed you in some way that feed your soul, your creative self, that yeah. give you pleasure. And, and to allow time to build that into your day, it's important. And I know people, we've been banging the drum of self-care and all those things, but it's so, so important to allow ourselves to rest and take care of ourselves. I know so many people that go, 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 and they know they need to slow down and stop. Mm -hmm. And they tell me I need to slow down and stop. But they go until their body literally gives out and they get horribly sick with something because their you know, immune system is compromised. They're exhausted. They don't have the resources to fight off the flu. It's like this, we're, we're in this horrible, crazy race. And it's like, oh, that only per that person wins. I have to catch up with them. And then we all, we don't respect our own needs. But getting back to the whole nature thing that you just talked about. It's like when we disconnect from ourselves and disconnect with nature, there's illness on both sides. There's yeah. Disease on both sides. So it's so hard to say this in the face of, of such a crazy, busy culture. We can get burnt out, and that is not not a good thing. Like no. burnout looks like you know fatigue, exhaustion, a sense of incompetence, 
feeling apathetic or just going through the motions like a robot, feeling really cynical. It sort of looks like depression in some ways. Mm -hmm. It's not like a true depression, but it, it does, um, you know, if you're prone to depression, you're more vulnerable to, to burnout, irritability, issues with sleep, headaches, gut issues, rise in blood pressure, all, you know, could go on and on and on. But all of this stuff we want to avoid because um, burnout will lead to illness. You've got one life here right now in this moment. Enjoy it. Enjoy yes. some of the being here. We're so caught up in the rat race and the doing and the going and the going and the going that are any of us really fully present at any given time about anything that we're doing? Are we building connection? Are we engaging? Are we actually going to look back and say, oh, I had these great, really amazing moments in my life where we just be like, I feel like my life was a blur until I retired at, you know, 85 <laughs> before I could do anything. When I was a kid, I remember not really understanding the whole work thing. I'm like, wow, you, everybody's a slave to this. I don't understand. They have no time. They have to do this, to come home, run around. I don't understand this at all. Now I'm grown up and all of that. And it's sort of something you just have to do. And you're right, you have to pay your bills and bring food on the table, but it is just such a crazy, crazy thing we have to do. And we complicate our own lives with stuff. I think, you know, the, this need to to do and be busy. And I think part of it could also just be because we don't know how to be with ourselves. Yeah. So we stay in a distracted state because we don't know how to be with ourselves and what that looks like and to just be quiet in our own minds and mm -hmm. and be embodied and, and be here with the uncomfortable things that can come up when we actually have a quiet moment to look at stuff. And I, and I just think, you know, when we're so distracted and we're go, 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 we're not fully present for our loved ones, for our family, our kids grow up so fast. They're just here and then they're gone and on their own. And are we modeling healthy ways for them to be in the world? You know, it's crazy. As we were preparing for the for this episode, it was really like you know these are the times to be thankful for, and and you're right, if we're gonna it's gonna go by so fast, like zooming by us, we're gonna get to be you know old and be like, geez, I just wasted my life away with with rush, 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 and I wasn't there for the present moment. I remember I when I was a little somewhat younger. <laughs> In my 20s, <laughs> let's say. You know, I remember thinking of longingly back on those lazy days of summer that I used to have as a kid. Oh, yeah. Right? Like I would just spend it outside, either in Me the water, too. in the woods, like just disconnected and just dis you just disappeared. And they were these long, amazing days and you had adventures. And I kept being like, when's that going to happen again? And as an adult, I've not had that happen at all. <laughs> and I feel like life's going to slow down at some point. No, life feels like it's just gotten faster and faster and faster. And I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know if I want to be on this crazy ride. I actually want to be present for some of it and feel like I enjoyed it and wasn't caught up in the race of others' expectations of mm -hmm, me. Like mm -hmm. why? There was a moment I actually had the other day where I was like, why can I just not be me and live my life in a way that makes me happy and, and good? And why do I contort myself to meeting what others feel like I should be doing or where I should be at. You know what I mean? Like if it's supportive of my family and myself and in alignment, mm -hmm. then why can't I just do that? I mean, that, it was a question for myself. I don't have an answer because it's still something yeah. that I'm working through, but it's interesting that it's like, we put these expectations on ourselves too. We, uh, you know, yeah. sort of, uh, adopt those expectations from the stories side. of others that, you know, family members have given us about ourselves or uh, it's just crazy. It is. I mean, you know, so how do we address burnout? We can acknowledge it, slow down, unplug, say no. <laughs> That's things a big one. Support <laughs> it, right? Say no. Don't take on more things. <laughs> right. Uh, spend time in nature, like Bree said, walk outside, 
work out, read some fluff that doesn't really have any other purpose. You don't have to learn anything, just enjoyment. That is my favorite escape. I love reading fluff. (laughs) Play music. I love playing music. And yes, dancing, stretching, resting, uh, and be, you know, social with people that feel like a good social. Like, you know, it's not like in in alignment with where you're at and where you want to go and supportive. Not like it's like an engagement you have to do. Yeah. (laughs) And as we're talking about sacred rest and slowing down, you know, Tina, I know you and I both really had um, a moment where we started to look at our own lives and where Mm -hmm. we need to slow down and make space for us to rest and play. And, you know, we love to talk and we love getting together. We could just do this for hours. Uh (laughs) We could. (laughs) but we both have really busy full schedules. And while we love getting together to record for the podcast, um, we both feel like that our current schedule is just more than we want to do. We want to, this to still be fun in a place where we can come and and share with, with all of you and still make space for us to have fun Mm -hmm. and And pray and Mm -hmm. rest. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So as a result of us, taking the time to kind of just look at everything and look back over the past year of this amazing podcast and how much fun we've had with it. It's still a pretty demanding schedule. Uh, So we're going to be making some changes coming up in the new year. Yes. We're going to be taking some time to enjoy the holidays with our loved ones. And we will be back with all of you in February, 2023 with more great topics and hopefully some interesting guests for the new year. We'll be going to monthly release schedule starting in 2023 as well. And we would love some feedback about topics you'd like to hear or thoughts about previous episodes you'd like to share with us. Or if you want us to continue to offer, um, you know, guided journeys and meditations, if that's something you enjoy, or if you'd rather just have us talk about things. So please take a minute, drop us a line. Just let us know what you might like to see in the upcoming year for our season two of Mm -hmm. Shamans After Dark. Uh, We hope you'll stay with us, even though we're going to be releasing a little less frequently. Uh, We think we had some fun things coming up for the new year. So Tina, what did Spirit have to say uh, to you about sacred rest? So Spirit seemed to be really willing to communicate a lot of things for listeners for this. So in preparation for this piece, I was shown up a lot um, of a dark part of the landscape I usually meet spirit in. I was shown a person buried in the ground with their head out, their entire nervous system decompressing with the heartbeat of Mother Earth. It was sort of the roots were in trees and the mycelium were all alight and began wrapping around the person. And the nervous system and the roots became one and were sinking together. And then a blanket of snow was lovely, smoothed out on that person's body. And all of this, I need to mention, was during complete silence. And then they said, rest is needed not just when you are tired, but as a part of daily life. Your world is too fast, too rushed. It is unnatural. This is at the heart of collective sickness. You cannot see the world and notice its beauty when your energy is so frenetic. It seems like a strange addiction for humans in the modern world to join the frenetic, as if saying that if one is tired, it is shameful. Humans have the misconception that the world will stop without them. That is an egoic concept of importance. We urge you to look upon the natural findings around you. Observe their cycles and allow yourself time to unwind, restore, and reset. All of what you feel is important can wait, and what will come into focus is what is truly important. And that is you. Your life is short and you will not live it if you are too busy rushing through it. All of the scenes flash by, like flowers opening 
and you are a hummingbird who is too busy to drink all the nectar up. And I have a quote that they wanted to share by Thich Nhat Hanh. If you miss the present moment, you miss your appointment with life. Tina, that was really beautiful. Your helping spirits had some great wisdom for us there. Thank you. I'd love to hear what they shared with you. So my helping spirit said about sacred rest is, it is essential for all beings to rest. Without rest, one cannot show up in the world at their fullest potential. It's a collective sickness to see rest as lazy and unnecessary. Society has created misplaced feelings of shame and guilt around rest, as if rest is something you can just go without and you suffer as a result of this. You have become detached from the rhythms of nature and the needs of your own bodies. When you feel yourself burning out and your energy resources getting low and you know that you need to slow down and allow yourself space and time to rest without guilt, you still resist what your body's asking you for. You push yourselves until your body has no choice but to rest by shutting down and you become vulnerable to dis-ease as a result. Rest is a great healer and teacher. Rest allows you to make time to simply be in the present, to honor your physical, emotional, and energetic body. When you tap into rest without guilt or shame, you have the time and space needed for healing and personal growth to occur. You live in a society that is unrested, making temper short, and people intolerant and quick to anger because of it. Imagine what it would be like if everyone were well-rested, less stressed, less rushed, and in tune with the rhythms of our sacred Mother Earth. It is easy to ignore what one is too busy to see. We ask you to allow yourself to make time for rest without guilt, to reconnect to the rhythms of nature and your body, to receive the healing that can be found in sacred rest. Mm, lovely. Yeah. Thank you, Brie. <laughs> Thank you, spirit. <laughs> yeah. So our website, Journey Prompt, is journeying to your helping spirits and asked to be shown ways that you can embrace sacred rest in your daily life. And you can find us at shamansafterdark.com. And we hope you'll drop us a line and let us know what you'd like to see in the upcoming year in 2023. Mm -hmm. You can also find Tina at her website at threecrosshealing.com with a numeral three and myself at treehearthealing.com. We also have links to our personal web pages on Shamans After Dark. Winter solstice blessings and happy new year, everyone. Keep on shining your light. We'll meet you back here in February 2023.